Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go, Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a Mickey Joseph-run desert. Boys, how you doing? It's good to see your handsome faces today. Um, We're looking a little worn out after that butt whooping that we took Saturday, courtesy of the Buckeyes. It was tough. Um, Really got to give the defense props, held us in there for quite a long time. I let my depression from watching us all season get the best of me. And I turned to my friend fireball. And (laughs) next thing I knew it was Sunday morning and the weekend was over. So um, (laughs) wanted to get each of your thoughts. Um, Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel good when you pass out in your armchair watching the late night games of college football and you're snoring so loud, you wake yourself up. That's a, it's an interesting experience. So, um, I'm going to have to probably uh, take a leave of absence from Fireball for a while because that's probably not a bad idea. I don't do well when we lose. Like, I'm like, all right, time to medicate. And I'm like, this sucks. You know, and so, you know, time to medicate. Matt was in town. He was in Omaha. So we still had a good time. But we were like, you know what? After that, do we want to go out and take a public lashing from people? The answer was no. We did not. So we stayed in the little, uh, my underground shanty here, the Nebraska Hawks nest and, uh, drank our sorrows away. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts of, um, of the game and our game recap is I'm excited. You know, it, it worries me that the type of sponsors that we attract with this podcast like i told you they're weird is it you or is it like the rest of us you know from what i hear it's a package deal like you know we're 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 all bringing people in but um it is the game recap against ohio state is brought to you by suck it vacuum repair (laughs) now suck it vacuum repair (laughs) pretty exciting stuff so yeah their their catchphrase is my favorite. If it doesn't suck, we give up. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's good to know. They're going to repair it for you. They're going to get that taken care of. So, again, thank you 
to uh, suck it vacuum repair. If you guys are having any vacuum cleaner issues, they service all types of vacuum cleaners, shop vacs, and everything and everything in between. So, <laughs> do, they um, a, do they have a billboard on I eighty? Yeah, they might. They might. Huh. They're, uh, have you seen it there, Marty? I think I have. Yeah. You know, I drove I eighty in Omaha this weekend, and I think you're right. I think I saw it too. <laughs> did uh, Marty? What, did you get that when you were going to get your members only card punched at the adult bookstore there, right off I eighty? The lion's den. Yeah, the lion's den. That's it. Yeah, and I got you a gift card, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> that's hey, I'll take it. Hey, that's a win-win. Adam gets a gift and Marty gets his punch card punched. There we go. It is a win-win. We're all going to win there. That's very thoughtful of you. So <laughs> <laughs> wanted to see what you guys thought about this game on, on Saturday. Uh, again, the defense has to be frustrated. I mean, they're going out there and holding us in the game. There's turnovers. You know, there's fumbles, interceptions. Like, we're holding them. They're getting the ball in field goal range. Ohio State is every single time they get the ball, and we're still holding them to a field goal at, against one of the top offenses in the country. So you can't ask more from them. Yeah, they broke eventually. I don't think there's a defense on the planet that wouldn't have broke at that point. My frustration, and I was thinking about this today, and I'm going to start with the Miller Light Delight, see what you thought about all this. But how depressing and frustrating is it that for nine months, on the offseason, I'm always like, oh, hey, we're another month gone, another month closer to college football, another month closer to college football. Hell yeah. And then it gets here, and we fall flat on our face like this with the worst offense maybe in the last 25 years of college football. Matt, what are your thoughts on the game and, and what you what you saw Saturday? Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty ridiculous. Um I saw the field position stat in Ohio State their average field position was on the 45-yard line. I mean, I, honestly, our defense played about as lights out as they could have in that situation. They just got handed a bad deal time after time after time after time and did the best they could with a bad situation. You know, uh, in all honesty, that game could have been 80 to 10. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, instead of a 70 yard touchdown score, they did a, you know, fumble scoop and score. So that helped us out seven. And then all those field goals that they held them to, I mean, Ryan Day was frustrated on the sidelines about with their offense. You could tell that he, yeah. I mean, our defense was so stout. He he was getting mad at over there. Obviously, in the second half, you know, things just started to go their way a little bit more, and and, and I'm sure the defense was tired from trying to bail the team out. I mean, you bucket so much, you're just wore out. The boat's gonna sink. So, ah. Uh, yeah. The the offense just can't turn the ball over. Like six turnovers, um, and then a bad pump fake. You know, I actually I can't blame Tory Taylor for that one. That that was pretty funny, uh, pretty awesome. I mean, if I think if he would have practiced that a little bit more, I think that actually could have worked because there's only a couple of Ohio State guys there, and he had a blocker out in front, but it did not. No, and it was another turnover that actually didn't count in the turnover column. So I mean, it kind of acted like a turnover, I should say. Yeah. Um. But the rest of the offensive turnovers, it's like how many times can you fumble the ball, hold on to the ball? Um, you know, at what point do you say is our strength and conditioning holding up here? Is our conditioning alone holding up? I mean, is it is it not just the offense? I mean, so many more questions have just went through my mind now after yeah. that game than at the start of the season. It just keeps continuing to pile up on question after question after question. The one thing that we need to think about too, and I'm not saying this is the reason, but it's something to take into account. Again, you look at what how things are and how things are functioning when when Coach Doyle's gone. We're fumbling the ball a hell of a lot more than we ever did. We had four fumbles in that game. When's the last time can you remember an Iowa football team fumbling the ball four times in we a game? Fumbled, we fumbled, you got pulled. Yeah, we we got we lost three of them and got one back. I mean, that's and then you know to start off, you know, Kyle, I'm going to move over to you and Matt. You brought up a ton of good points, and with that Tory Taylor punt, like if he just would have tucked the ball and took off. 
he probably would have got it, but he seemed he hesitated. Like, yeah, he he kind of was almost nervous and like had second thoughts. The, the minute he tucked it, he's like, "Oh crap, I shouldn't have done this." Well, and the thing I don't understand <laughs> is that going to be so mad. That yeah, like with the press conference after Kirk was like, "Yeah, I don't know what happened with that or what he was thinking. That was not the design play that we were supposed to run there." Yeah, and no, we all knew that. But if you're the head coach, wouldn't you know at some point on the sideline? you just had a huge turnover there faking that punt and getting blasted and giving them amazing field position. Again, I'd, I would have wanted some answers from coach Woods and be like, was that something you let him know, uh, told him to do Kyle, you know, what were your thoughts from, from what you saw? Um, and you know, I hope we didn't steal too much of your thunder, but everything that you saw from the Iowa, Ohio state game this weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, Matt pretty much covered it, but you know, I, I started watching it. My family was in town. So we, you know, we started watching it and, you know, I, you know, obviously the, the energy was high and I should say when they, when they, when we recovered the fumble and scored the touchdown, um, you know, there was a comment that the, the you know, the, the comment, the commentators at the time, at that point were just praising Iowa's defense and talk about how they're the best in the nation. And, you know, it was, a re- and of course it was a glorious moment early in the game, you know, oh, oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're scoring touchdowns on Ohio state on the defense. This is great. Um, but then what happened right after that? Ohio state beat up the defense going all the way down to the other side. And scored 75 yard drive. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. And, and I just remember thinking about that comment and <clears throat> it's almost like I don't want the commentators to give so much praise because it's like, hold on a minute, pump the brakes. We'll see what happens here in the next, you know, four or five right. plays. Yeah. Um, too early, too soon. And I, maybe I'm a jinx guy or I'm a, uh, I'm sorry, a um, superstitious guy, but I, I just don't like the praise. Like they're out there. They should be doing that. That's, that's their job to do. That, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. We're Hawkeye fans. So we don't ever like we, we're the only prayer, one of the only fan bases in the country that are excited when we're not ranked in the preseason because we want to come in under the <laughs> sure. radar. You yeah. know, we're like, Hey, we don't, don't talk about us. We're just yeah. going to keep working hard and mm-hmm. we're going to come up and hit you in the mouth. Now, Marty, yeah, you were able to watch this game from beautiful tropical Florida. It's good to see you made it down there and made it down there. It looks like you got a haircut, all cleaned up, looking sharp. Um, Must have fixed the hot water heater. You look like you, you're clean. Yeah, it looks like you showered up. Um, That's good. Showers are good. Bet Karen's excited about that. Um, <laughs> the one, the one thing that you know I want to bring up, and I want to see what you thought, uh, Marty is. It was insane to see how much they got into the backfield. Like our offensive line didn't even come close to like get, stopping them. And I mean, I think maybe ten percent of the time Spencer had enough time to throw the ball. Alex was running for his life, and we, we couldn't stop anybody. And again, it's just glaring weaknesses on the offensive line, and makes you want to wonder, Marty, like why in the hell did we not go to the transfer portal to get a couple guys to you know? strengthen up that line now marty from being down in florida sipping my ties tropical drinks you know that beautiful weather yeah man pina coladas baby what tell us about what you thought of the game well i think the the biggest thing i saw in the game yes it's ohio state but you know it really showed our overall glaring weakness on the offense our wide receivers are slow. I, I shouldn't say slow. They they are not fast enough. Our O-line is not powerful enough. Porous. Our quarterbacks are weak. And I got to tell you, aside from some of some, a few plays in the fourth quarter, I, I didn't think our running game, our, our running backs, the Williams brothers, they weren't, they're not like last year. No. And maybe that's the O-line, you know, maybe whatever, but – you know, they. I just saw an overall glaring weakness in the offense, and and I'm surprised that the coaches have let it get to this point. They you, had to have known. Yeah, you. I mean, you've been a head coach for 24 years. That is not an inexperienced staff, Marty. <laughs> you going into the season, you had to have known that your offensive line was going to be bad and your offense was going to really, really struggle. And you, and you still did nothing to address it, which I don't understand. Even the guys from the big 10 network were like, yeah, when we went there, you know, in, 
and did uh, the summer trip before the season, they looked like they were going to really struggle. Those guys saw it. They caught it before, you know, they could see it in practice yet. You know, you, you're seeing it, Marty. What, what are you, why do you think they didn't do anything about it? They just wrote it. I have, I, I, I don't, maybe Kyle, Kyle has better uh, input on that than I do. I, I don't know why they, they didn't do anything about it. What do you think, Kyle? Like, I mean, I know it's hard to say when you're not there in the locker room, but just, you know, knowing the people that you know, and if you had to kind of just guess why, and, and from an outside perspective, and I'm not speaking for you, I'm speaking from a fan, it really looks like stubbornness and arrogance from the top down. And, um, and I, like I said, I don't want to put words in your mouth because, you know, I want to see what, what do you think, Kyle, from just a refusal to address the quarterback position and the offensive line? I mean, at this point, it's become kind of I'm it, up in the mix for me. I mean, at first, I would have thought, you know, Coach Ferentz, I mean, his, he's given his son full, you know, full go at the office and coordinator position and trust himself or trust him and the decisions that he makes and the the personnel that he decides to play. Um, but, you know, now it's gotten to the point where it's like, OK, what is actually happening on the inside there? Like is or are they at each other's necks is Kirk telling him to hey let's switch it up and Brian's like no I you know who, who knows what the story really is on the inside and it could be all out stubbornness I mean at the you know at, I don't want to say we've hit rock bottom but we're pretty low we gotta you know we have got, got a long ways to dig out rock bottom's probably a pretty good statement <laughs> at this point in the on, game. on off on offense yes on offense yeah. yes and then on offense it's a, it, you you can't have worse numbers than what we have yeah, right now There's I know just nothing else to it you guys got to remember that I just I really I'm just there to support the kickers I got you man <laughs> I know and you know being a former player too you know you you just the respect he did level, make you know. three points he hit a 49 yarder or was that over 50 how many field goals did the other uh, Ohio State kicker get. I saw him. Oh, he, he went four, four for four. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even four get four or in. five of them. I don't know. There's a bunch. We couldn't even get in field goal range. So uh, yeah. mean, our, close, our closest, yeah, kick that we had, I think, was a forty-nine yarder. Yeah. That that was his. That was his, the three points that the offense scored yeah. all day Saturday. So I, and again, in our defense, like I know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store at jcp.com for details. They changed quarterbacks, and now we're not so hard on the quarterbacks. Well, we've always been hard on the offensive line. We've always known it's, it was a, kind of a sieve, but, man, it really stuck out. And I don't – I also want to state that uh, I don't think that this was the right game to put Padilla in, although I, I think barring the turnovers that he had, his mobility in the pocket looked a lot better. And I think there is some promise or some – there were some good signs. I, I can't say promise – because nothing still looked great, but it just looked more promising to see the mobility back there and not to take a sack every time the defense gets past your offensive line. So, I mean, mean, there were some things I saw that looked better on that aspect of it. When you have a quarterback that can as mobile as Padilla is, though, you notice in the game when he would take off, it it bought him time in the pocket for, you know, or not in the pocket when he went out, it bought him time to find receivers down the field, time that Spencer doesn't give himself. And that's what we need right now. And that they've waited that they've waited this long. Again, the, the length of in the tenure of this staff, you're you, it's not that you don't know it's, we're in a situation right now, and I'm not going to say that Kirk's not hasn't been a good, really good coach over the years and done a lot of great things. Like yes. I said, he has. I have a lot of respect for Absolutely. a lot of the things he's done. But 
to have the buyout that he has, which is impossible to for us to ever be able to pay for that, is ignorant. Okay, to give somebody that much leeway and power as a head coach is dangerous. And when you do that, that's why we're in the situation that we're in now. There is zero sense of urgency from the top to to make these changes. Matt, what other college football offensive staff in the country would have have their jobs after this performance that that we've had through this many games? Can you think of one staff in Division One college football where the staff would have their jobs still? I cannot. There's no way in. No way in hell anybody's keeping their job with these stats. As, as at least an at least a coordinator move, yeah. at least a minimum. Yeah, which and, you've seen a lot of teams do. And, and then once they made those moves and changed those out, they've improved significantly during the season. We've, and we've sacrificed the season. I mean, yeah, we, we have out of stubbornness. Titanic and, down with the ship. And Kirk wanting to protect Brian that we've, we've sacrificed the season, throw it in in the dumpster because, yeah. you know, the best even, defense we've probably ever had or one of the top of Kirk Barron's eras yeah. wasted because of whatever you want to throw it to. Yeah. And if we do make a bowl game, which is our next topic, which, is highly unlikely, but if we do, it's going to be something like the who, who cares.com mayonnaise bowl. I mean, it's going to be really bad. We're going to probably be playing a max school and it's an embarrassment. You know, it really is that you could go through the whole off season into camp and know that the, the, the problems are this glaring and this bad, and it's fallen that far and you just refuse to address it. So I'm not, I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse that, you know, it's extremely frustrating that we just let a whole season go like this when we knew coming down the pipeline where there were going to be major, major struggles. This isn't a second, third, fourth year head coach. Okay. You're in your 24th season. And again, to have the job security to the level that it is. I mean, if I had that kind of job security, I'd be showing up to work in my pajamas every day. And just be like, ain't nobody going to fire me. And Kirk's already said that. Like, I I come into work here every single day knowing that I'm going to have a job no matter what. And sorry, but at at the end of the day, Power 5 college football programs, if you have that much security, and we've seen it throughout his tenure, he takes his foot off the gas. He does. And he doesn't have the urgency the, and, and the, you know, and if you haven't won a conference championship in 20 years, you shouldn't get that kind of leeway. <laughs> thank, thank you, Kyle, right. for, being, for being a Big Ten champion. For, for being there to actually yeah. make that happen. And, and the great part in the you, 2000s. And Ooh. I don't want to be a downer here either, okay? But, you know, if we look back to since 2004, the two years that we did make it, um, in, in 15, we didn't have to play Ohio State or Michigan. So we got to remember that, okay? And we we made it in, and we we played Michigan State really tough and lost at the end. But we all know last year we did not deserve to be in that game. We were not we're not the second best team of the Big Ten that year, probably like the fifth. And we were, and, and you know, and I understand why they're going to yeah. get rid of divisions. You right. want the two best teams, and you could tell from the outcome outcome of that game. I mean, we were that we just were, solidified that decision even more having that bad of a of a big 10 championship game yeah we were outmatched from the from the word get so i didn't uh, see a stat or a it wasn't a stat it was a somebody posted it i can't remember who or where i saw it but uh every year that kirk was under pressure that he went on like the next year to do really well but it's like why do you got to get to that point why do you got to do so poorly and have so much pressure put on you to then finally find the willpower to fix it and do better the next year. I mean, what it, it just, it needs to be more consistent. That's it would be nice for us fans. If it was more consistent, the bleeding hearts. Yeah. I don't know, boys, you got anything else you want to throw in? I just, Matt, Matt and I are kind of dominating the soapbox here, standing up, just shouting from the rooftops. I want to make sure that Ma- Marty, was there anything else that, you know, throughout this that you like, Hey man, I just really want to get this off my chest. <laughs> no, no, I'm on. I'm on to the next game, Marty. Now you got a pretty cool thing you showed us earlier. Being down in Florida, you got some new license plates for your for your golf cart. Now he's just living the life of luxury and leisure. Look at that! That's right, go Hawks, man! He's got a Hawkeye Ooh. Hawkeye plate 
nice for his, for his golf cart. But then somebody's going to come along here and take uh, the first S off. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's going to look like. You know, shouldn't have gave me any right, ideas. I live, I live up to I live up to that name. <laughs> I'm sure we all do at times. So that's pretty cool, Marty. Marty, now tell us real quick, since you've been down there, uh, back down to Florida, there's been damage uh, from the hurricanes. And we want to know a little bit about what you're seeing down there, uh, what what kind of damage. And also, uh, are are you living it up at all? Are you, have you able to, been able to kick back, relax, put your feet up, have some drinks, and enjoy that beautiful Florida weather? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, it is bad, guys. Southwest uh, – uh, I live in Punta Gorda, which is where the direct hit was taken. And man, I, I mean, there are no street signs. I'm seeing accidents every day because stop signs are down. People don't know to stop. Um, I, I, I even, uh, I came in at night and missed the Punta Gorda turnoff on the interstate because oh. all the bill, all, all those signs are down. Sure. Um, they got a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of debris, my next door neighbor, you know, he's got he's got debris six feet tall in his front yard, thirty feet from me, and you know, I, I didn't have that much damage. So um, we're driving down to Fort Myers in the next couple of days, and I can't imagine what we're going to see down there at Fort Myers Beach. Mm-hmm. These people are need a lot of help. It's it's I've never seen anything like this. Well, prayer, prayers to everybody down in Florida. You know, ho- hope everything gets cleaned up and and taken care of and you know, just happy for everybody that's healthy and, you know, was able to make it out of that mess alive. So um, okay. we're glad Marty wasn't down there during that whole thing. So Marty's pretty special to this podcast. So we really need him safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he doesn't like compliments. He gets Somebody shut him up. Somebody shut him up. Not going to happen. <laughs> All right, guys. So moving on, I'm going to talk a little bit more. We got our next segment here. We're going to talk about um, the future. Now we're um, c- come into this this room with me. We're gonna really try to read the psychic ball, the crystal ball, and see where is oh, Iowa. This is, you know, it's I'm a, I'm pretending to be a psychic right now, and we're trying to pick and see how many wins are the Hawkeyes gonna end up with this year, and will the Hawkeyes go to a bowl game? Um, I don't know what you guys think, but will the Hawkeyes go to a bowl game? Is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors. Oh yeah. Candles by Candy, making unbelievable candles and some of the best smelling candles I've smelled in my life. Straight out of her double wide, multi-level trailer park and handcrafting candles. So um, it's exciting stuff, building a candle empire. Matt, did you you guys get online and order one yet? Um, Yeah, I ordered one. It's on its way. Um, It was uh, a strawberry kiwi. A Ooh. little sweet smell, nice. You know, freshen up the entryway smell as you come in the door. Oh, I haven't, I haven't smelled it yet. I haven't got it, so I'll let you know when it gets here. I have a uh, butternut squash burning right now. Butternut it, it, squash, the fall vibes. It <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I just feel like the leaves are falling behind me. She does a great job. <laughs> so thank you to Candles by Candy. Oh, yeah. So Matt, is that going to be your combine air freshener then? It should be. It should be there. Uh, it smells like uh, soap in there. So, yeah, <laughs> it smell better than that. All right, we're going to start off in in reverse this time. The South, Marty. Um, wh- how many wins do you think the Hawks are going to end up with this year, and will they make it to a bowl game? Well, I'll go the opposite of our candle uh, uh, sponsor and say, uh, for the answer to the bowl game is ah no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I uh, I think they're going to win one more. They, I think they're going to beat Northwestern this Saturday. And I hate to say it, but I'm really scared that uh, Nebraska is going to beat them at home. Yeah. But uh, I don't see I don't see a bowl game, and I only see one more win. We just I don't can't, see we can't it. Score enough points. No, right. no. I mean, you got to score points to win football games. Uh, weird. Who would have thought? Uh, Kyle, what do you see happening? Uh, got the crystal ball out. You know, you're a psychic for a day. Are we going to win enough games to make it to a bowl game? And either way, how many are we going to win? When was the last time we didn't go to a bowl game? What year? Oh, geez. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it's like 14, 13. I, it, yeah, it was like thir- 14 and, 
2013 or 2014 because then the Rose Bowl happened, you know, and within year because that was when CJ got the starting job. Right. Um, but CJ got Jake. CJ got the starting job after we lost in the Tax Slayer Bowl, which they call the Hawk Slayer Bowl. But that was pretty bad. I want to say it was before that a couple years. I'm I'm gonna have to look that up, um, Matt. I don't know if you got time for a minute to reach out to the our. Um, let our staff, let me ask the staff quick. The, the research crew. See see if they can find that for us. Um, but Kyle, while we're um, I am in the research crew, continue. Um, you know, guys, it's hard to say. I mean, I just I can't stop thinking about all the other players that like aren't on TV. You know, the guys, the walk-ons, the, the the guys that help out with, you know, running the defense plays and all that stuff. And, you know, the twos, the threes, the fours, the fives. I mean, imagine how they're feeling right now. Who, You know, they're yeah. probably doing the same thing we are. Like, I mean, who knows what's going on on the inside of that program right now. Um, as a Hawkeye fan and former player, I just I just hope that everyone agrees it's the right thing, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is what Iowa needs. Maybe this is what – Maybe this is the type of season that we need where it's it's a it's a kick in the kick in the balls and the face at the same time, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um I think that they are gonna squeak it out with a bull and it's gonna be, you know, I don't know where it's gonna be, but it's gonna be somewhere in the boondocks and Iowa Hawk fans will go there. <laughs> yeah. Um of course that's wishful thinking at this point. Everything's uh, makes me very nervous up, you know, from here on out. So but again, I'm a big fan of people uh, getting set right by life sometimes. Sometimes you need to get hit in the balls by life. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating, you know, and it'll be interesting to be watching bowl season and potentially the Hawks won't be playing. Uh, Matt, what, did the research team get back to you on that? So, barring the COVID year, obviously, without a bowl during COVID, um, it's been a decade ago. We missed – um, 13 and 12. Okay. Both and the, the thing, the thing I want to, you know, think about too. So the, some Hawkeye fans that are listening are going to be like, well, that's pretty darn good bull streak. Let's think about this for a minute. We usually play about three games a year that are easy wins. Okay. We're not exactly scheduling the hardest non-conference schedule in the country. So, I mean, if you can lock in three wins every year, you're halfway to bowl eligibility three more (laughs) yeah and if you can't get that in the bottom of the big 10 like you should be able to fall into six wins every year and granted nebraska found a way not to do that for quite a while (laughs) but i would like to think that we're a little bit more well run of a program than than nebraska is uh I think about 99.9% of the country would agree with that except for a few of the homers maybe that live in lincoln or omaha that bleed husker red no matter what um, and by the way, the real hot rumor going around in Omaha right now is that Lane Kiffin was in town on, um, their old Mrs. Bye week and he interviewed. So that's the hot rumor floating around that multiple people saw him. Didn't he going- just lose? Yeah, he did. Yep. He just, they're still he lost hell- Saturday. I, I can't remember who they lost to, but old miss is having a hell of a year. I mean, he clearly made a significant impact on that football program right, but they lost to somebody they shouldn't have yeah i can't remember you might if we're gonna keep pulling out these last I know. Stats, I, I, we're gonna I'm have to uh, we're now it's okay i we'll mean we'll just have to keep get make sure the research team is on the ball and you know pulls the research team is gonna get tired i'm sure they are but hey <laughs> that's why we pay them this extremely they played lsu got okay smoked 45 to 20 and LSU's loaded though. Like the, I get they're, they're unranked. As, they're not even ranked. But the thing is, LSU's like third stringers could start for us on offense. Oh, like they're they anybody's just, third stringers could start for us on offense. This Brian, year. that's just Brian Kelly trying to get that system like into those players' In minds. They're loaded with talent from top to bottom. Like they fall into a top ten recruiting class every year. So they, you know, that, that school's loaded. And I, and I bet Lane Kiffin, I, he hasn't been there that long. He probably doesn't have the depth and the talent that an LSU does. So I, you know, right. we see in college football though, every week there's like a team that you think has no business winning. Like, you know, I never thought, I didn't think Oklahoma state was going to beat Texas, but you know, they did. Texas has got a lot better players. So you just, you know, you never know any given Saturday. So, um, all right, Matt. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Bowl game, Iowa, yay or nay? Um, no, I mean, I see. I mean, I, I see a few more than one win. I know Marty says we're going to beat Northwestern, and that's probably our only win. I don't know if we'll get to six. <laughs> I see maybe two. There's a chance three because of some of the teams that are playing poorly right now, like Wisconsin, Minnesota's struggling all Wisconsin, of a sudden. Wisconsin's looking a lot better already, though. Like <clears> they are doing – yeah, they got rid of Paul Chris and they're already coming back around. Um, I mean, without an offense, it's just hard to say. I, I think we're going to be lucky to go five and seven. Yeah, I um I don't know who else we're gonna be other than Northwestern. We gotta score points against Northwestern. I'm still I don't know if we're gonna do that yet. Northwestern took Purdue down to the end of the game. I know. So I you know, they're they're looking better. Northwestern is one of those teams that, you know, similar to Iowa gets better and better as the season goes on. And they got Kirk's number. Pat Fitzgerald gets some guys fired up to play Iowa every year. Patrick Sherald does not like the Hawkeyes and he's got a personal vendetta to beat us. And Hey, I get it. Like he, I think he ended his, you want to be a little louder with that ice there, turbo. Good Lord. (laughs) It was the end of the drink. I had to get the last drop, man. We all heard Um, (laughs) the Pat Fitzgerald. Like I think he injured himself and ended his career in college against Iowa. And so he's always had an ax to grind. I think he's one hell of a football coach. I don't know that we're going to win that game. I, you know, it's one of those things, best case scenario. I think we win five games, best case scenario. And I don't see any possible way we're going to make a bowl unless things get better. Unless, you know, Alex gets in Padilla and he just, you know, does enough and gets enough rolling that, that we can stay in some of these games. But no matter, you can't, we've proven this year, even if you I have still the best think defense. That's your best chance to have Padilla in there and actually build some seconds behind that line. Anybody that doesn't think Padilla is the best option, and that's again why I've, I've started to lose respect. Another reason for this coaching staff. How you they've struggled consistently over that tenure to evaluate the quarterback position. And the the mind boggling thing is, Kirk, your son, Brian, I love Brian. I think he's a wonderful guy. He struggled last year. Our offense struggled last year. He had a hard enough time running the offense. You're going to double down and make him the quarterbacks coach, too. That makes zero sense. He's never coached quarterbacks. He never played quarterback. How does he have any sort of background to do that? Like that again is the stubbornness. It's like, oh, okay. You think I should fire my son? Not only am I going to not fire him, I'm going to promote him and give him another job and give him more money because you're never going <laughs> to fire let him. Let him coach the number one position on the offense and see if he can do it. Yeah. It's just. Chuck Long, I think, said on one of his podcasts um, that I had seen that that Iowa missed a a big opportunity in finding a quarterback's position coach to actually come on the staff and help with that spot. And I agree 100% with him on that. It would have made a huge difference. I I believe and I want to, I want the quarterbacks to do well. I, I think that they have the smarts and the talent to do it. And if they had the right leadership, I think that would have helped a ton this year. Well, and again, like they said, okay, we're not going to play Joey Labus because he doesn't know the system. Matt, you made, you made a great point this weekend. Simplify the system then. Give him 20 plays to know, and that's it. 
it, it, like we said, it can't get worse. It legitimately can't. This is the worst offense in the history of college yeah. football. Like, it can't get worse. So try something else. But a refusal to do so, again, because why? I do. Didn't you say that they were scared to put him in because they didn't want to lose his confidence because the O-line's this bad? That was – I heard that, that too. I, I, I guess that. I, had, I would agree with that a little bit too. But, you know, at the end of the day – don't you you want he's to that good. win ball games? Yeah, like he's that good. Again, he he was highly Jones. counted. But with the quarterback coach position, like we talked about, you know, he Spencer goes off to with I think it was at uh, Cassiope um out on the East Coast and works with him, this quarterback guru. And he the, that Cassiope has said multiple times, I, I would have come out to Iowa and you know, I'd love to be on that staff. They chose not to offer him the job. And then we have an offensive analyst from that came from Wisconsin that for some reason is a what is he a volunteer is he getting paid is he not but he was one of the uh, coordinators at wisconsin left came, came to iowa and what's he doing on the staff if we can't make him you're so disruptive <laughs> god how did you graduate high school <laughs> barely but, yeah barely <laughs> uh, we see uh, yeah you got your diploma out so we can see it um upstairs in my office if you want me to get it you might have to wear it around your neck for the next podcast um but again all these things that come into mind it's like everything that makes sense that they could do that conventional wisdom would tell you okay like, hey, this is what you should do and it's not just me saying it it's 90 percent of the fan base and college football fans across the country it doesn't feel great that our program's a laughing stock of college football right now like everybody's making fun of the offense because it's that bad yeah. people are like doing highlight shows breaking news iowa just got a first down and they're like going crazy it's like you know we're not enjoying this this is not fun for us as fans you know we're we're pissed and we're venting and we're frustrated but do better all right speaking of doing better it's time for the week nine matchups now guess what the week nine matchups are brought to you by Meyer Electric Meyer Electric shockingly good service since 1833 now that's a long run family business 1833 the week nine matchups brought to you by Meyer Electric Kyle right, Slicker boys. is getting electrocuted over there. Was he, did, did you get some of that voltage, Kyle? I did. I could feel it. Yeah. I, I, I went back and looked at one of our older podcasts when we did this, and Kyle was like, as soon as the lightning and the electricity hit, Kyle started shaking. And my wife was in tears. She was laughing so hard. She's like, that was, that was, that was funny. That was good. And it's hard to make her laugh. So nice. I, that, was, that was good. Was Especially on the her. Iowa Hawkeye podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, she, uh, she she li- she really likes Marty and Kyle. She has had enough of Matt and I's antics over the years. So she's uh That's she fair. still thinks she still thinks you two are charming and funny. So <laughs> enjoy. All right. First matchup, we're gonna start with the sauce. Marty you want sauce. me to go over how we're standing. Ooh, I, that was a major miss on my part. So thank you. I was just waiting in. silently. Yeah, being my well, Matt. Matt must have been must have been good this this week. <laughs> he looks like he's glowing, so yeah, he's he's very happy. And I I was supposed to cover that early on, and I had such an axe to grind with our performance that I just skipped right over it. So Matt, thank you for doing your due diligence. That's why we have sponsors knocking the door down to sponsor this segment. So yeah, go ahead, yeah. Matt. So you are completely wrong, Marty. I was dead freaking last this week. I picked one right oh. on all five games. One. You are, you are the biggest loser, man. I went, I'm going from hero to zero in 2.2 seconds. That's how it's, that's how it's rolling. Yeah. Marty is picking the best. He uh, Damn it. Yeah, he's, he, had, uh, he picked four out of five right. Man, four out of five, right? Adam, you're actually making headway, though. You are gaining. Um, you picked three out of five, right? And uh, Kyle, you picked two out of five, right? So, uh, yeah, so we're gonna move on to percentages. We are looking at the top of Marty 
It's 23 for 36 at 64%. Mm. Kyle and Adam are tied for tied at 50%. And I am the low man on the totem pole at 43%. So if you are a betting man, do not listen to what I have to say. Do exactly opposite and you'll do well. Marty, no pun intended. What's the secret sauce, baby? How are you getting all these picks right? I know my shit. Come on. All right. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Marty. But hey, I'd rather be lucky than good. So I, I'd rather be lucky than good, Marty. So Marty you got that. Marty's proved that theory correct his whole life. So you son of a gun. I'm <laughs> jealous. I gotta flip it back at you, big guy. You, you get me all the time. All right. Now we are going to get into our week nine matchups brought to you by Meyer Electric. Like we said, shockingly good service since 1833. One of the longest family run businesses in the United States of America. All right. So we're going to start out with the South down in tropical Florida. We have Michigan state. They're three and four right now. Not looking as great. They're traveling out to play Big Brother Michigan, number four team in the country. Michigan seven and zero. Oh. It's going to be a six thirty kickoff on ABC. It's going to be prime time, and uh, Michigan's favored by twenty two in this one. Marty, who are you taking in this one? The Wolverines or the Sparty? I think this is going to come down to the wire. I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, so I'm taking Michigan State and the All points. Right. I like it. I like it. Kyle, Michigan State always plays their best football against Michigan, kind of like Ames Community College does against Iowa. They always show <laughs> up to play. They're just annoying. And I've heard so many Iowa State fans say over the years, and I've heard Michigan State fans say this about Michigan, as long as we beat Michigan or Iowa State, as long as we beat Iowa, we don't care if we go 1-11. We just want to win that game. So, Kyle – our favorite kicker in the all-time history of Iowa Hawkeye football. Who are you going to take Michigan State at Michigan? Man, I'm going to take Michigan State, too, for the upset. Okay. All right. Smart. I would would follow Marty's lead, too. (laughs) All right. Um, Matt is on a roll tonight. Every, any, anybody that's listening, if you have been following Matt's picks and making your bets, first of all, I'm sorry. And there is a number called 1-800-BETS-OFF. Uh-huh. And quit betting because you probably are losing a lot right now. A and lot of money. A lot of money. So, so way here, I pick. here's your disclaimer. Matt, who you take? Not responsible. Money? I, you know, this is at the big house and Michigan is rolling. I know it's a rivalry game and there's a lot of points on the line at minus 22, but I'm still going to take Michigan. All right. Um, I'm going to agree with the Miller light delight on this one. I, I think that Michigan state is down this year a lot more than they have been in the past. Um, I think, most years they're going to hang in there or even, you know, potentially beat Michigan. I think the, the gap of uh, talent, from team to team is way larger than it's ever been in the fa- in Michigan's favor. I don't think it's probably been this wide of a gap since probably the late mid nineties. So I am going to go with Michigan on this one, Matt. Um, all right, moving on. Number. This, this feels weird to say, like, I feel like I need to go wash my mouth out with soap. Number 17, Illinois. Uh, tra- traveling to Nebraska. Now, Nebraska's three and four right now. The Fighting Mickey Josephs are playing some of the best football they've played all year, even though they lost recently. Coming off a bye week, Brett Bielema's got the Illini rolling sauce. Um, Illinois is favored by seven and a half going to Nebraska. We got a 2.30 kick. This one's on ABC. When is the last time an Illinois-Nebraska game's been on ABC? Like, probably before colored television was invented. Now, tell us, who do you got in this Bears one? are definitely in the mix still. Man, probably listening to it on the radio still. I think uh, I think Illinois rips up Nebraska's defense on this one. Um, I think Nebraska will stay with them in the first half like they have with uh, a lot of the teams. Um, but I think their defense will fall apart and Illinois will take advantage. Taking Illinois. All right. Kyle, don't feel pressure that you live in this state. You pay your taxes to this state. You built your real estate empire in this state. You are the Bruce Wayne of Illinois now, okay? Who are you taking? The fighting Illini traveling to Lincoln 
got a two thirty kickoff on ABC. I'm taking Illinois. Brett beat them all the way. All right. He's rolling. He's that type of coach when, you know, whenever things rolling, I mean, you just want to, he's just an awesome coach when, you know, intense dude. So that team's team's very fortunate to have him right now. It's, uh, he'd be a great replacement, I think, at the University of Iowa. Yeah. And I don't know. He was one of my picks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. I I definitely agree with that. I think he would be a phenomenal fit now. The whether Kirk ever leaves, and you know, I think it, it looks to me like that could be you know one of those situations where a head coach hangs on way too long. Um, but it, it, it's looking like that could be the case. Uh, you know, Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno type of situation. I hope not. You like yeah. guys go out when they're still mm-hmm. on top of their game. So you never know. Um, Matt. Who are you taking in this one? Illinois favored by seven and a half. They're the number 17 team in the country playing on national television against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah, I do realize that this is in Lincoln. So they, you know, Nebraska has home field advantage. That is a tough place to play. Um, but the Illinois D, I think Brett Billman is going to have their defense up for that task and they're going to overcome and um, win by 10 or more points. All right. Illinois. Okay. I am going to go as dirty as it makes me feel. I think the Nebraska Cornhuskers are going to pull this one out. I'm going to take the big red in this one. Um, I think uh, Mickey Joseph's riding high right now. They just signed the best recruit to come out of Nebraska in the last 20 years. They got a verbal commitment from him, and he said he's only coming if Mickey Joseph's the coach. That holds a lot of weight. So. Um, I think that's, you know, that administration is going to have a tough decision on their hands if he keeps winning like this. And I don't think they anticipated that he would do as well as he's done. I mean, there's significant points in games where if Scott Frost was get, was the coach, they would have found a way to mess it up. And he is turning the tide. So we're going to move on here. We got the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. They're four in three right now. They are traveling to Chile, Minnesota. And Minnesota's favored by 14 and a half in this one. And Minnesota's also four and three. Minnesota started off real hot, Marty, and they've kind of slipped lately. We were thinking maybe is Minnesota, Illinois, you know, who could win the West here? Minnesota's falling back. Who are you taking in this one? Minnesota favored by 14 and a half. This game's a 130 kickoff, which I thought was an odd time on the Big Ten Network. I just don't think Rutgers is that good a team. Um, and I think Minnesota. You know, we're getting down to the last five games or so, and they're wanting that Big Ten West, uh, Big West title. So I think Minnesota puts a foot uh, on the gas, and they take it this week. All right. Kyle, who are you taking in this one? Rutgers traveling to Minneapolis to take on the Gophers. Traveling to Minneapolis? Yeah. I know Minnesota's been slipping up, up a little bit, but – um, you know what? I'm going to take Minnesota on this one. I just, I don't know. I think it's their time to bounce back a little bit and uh, get a home win. Okay. All right. Yep. The Miller Light Delight. Matt, who you taking in this one? Rutgers at Minnesota. Minnesota's a 14 and a half point favorite. Yeah, I struggled on this one a little bit. Um, it's at Minnesota, so home field advantage goes that way. Uh, Minnesota's quarterback didn't play last uh, this Saturday. He he was hurt. Their backup was in. So that makes me wonder who's going to play quarterback. Uh, Rutgers, though, is not playing very good football. Um, I believe their backup's in still as well. So I am going to stick with Minnesota. So they better cover that spread. Yep. All right. Um, I, in this game, this one's hard. With Minnesota's quarterback being out, um, have they? I don't think they've announced if he's going to play or not yet either. That is a tough one. Toss up. My my worry is I think Minnesota's going to win. I don't know if they're going to win by four over fourteen points. That was my struggle. That's my struggles. I I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota in this one reluctantly. Um, but I'm going to take the Golden Gophers. Well, Marty picked them, so we we might be all right. Not true. When in doubt, copy Marty. All right. <laughs> When are you coming back to Omaha, buddy? I don't know. He's he's coming back for the Iowa Nebraska game, and that the next time you're coming back for sure. 
So right. a friend of ours might be having a shindig at his house Hopefully. for it. So we were planning on stopping over. We're talking about you, Sauce. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's our plan is to go to uh, go to uh, Mount Marty and watch watch the game. So Mount Marty. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. Hopefully, we're celebrating a win. <laughs> All right. The next one, Marty the South, number two, Ohio State. They're favored by five and a half. Okay. Traveling to Penn State. Penn 15 State. and a half. Oh, 15 and a half. Okay. Sorry. I put, I left the one out of there. You wait, sure wait, did. Wait, wait. I thought, I thought OSU, Ohio State was only favored by five and a half. That's what no, I thought. 15 too. and a half. You, you said five before. Well, yeah, he did. I meant 15. He's trying and to throw us off. Math he is hard. He's on his game. He thinks he's on his game tonight. Uh, <laughs> and, well, I drink my Miller Lite delight, and I'll just wait to there. see what you got to say, Marty. You sit there and drink your beer and don't think about numbers. All right, Ohio State favored by fifteen and a half. Marty, I apologize. Our stat what's, team dropped the ball on that one. What's Penn State's record? Six and one, and it is at it's in Happy Valley. So and it's an 11, 11 a.m. kickoff on Fox. That's uh, I don't That's know. A doozy. Penn State's I, uh, look. Penn State's looked better lately. Yeah, I God, I'm going to change my mind here, and I think I'm going to go with Penn State. I don't think, I don't think Ohio State can uh, can uh, um, give away that many points. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to go with Penn State. Okay. You know, we, everybody knows playing in Happy Valley, it's not easy. Kyle has been there and uh, witnessed it firsthand. I don't believe this one's going to be a whiteout. 11 a.m. kickoff, Kyle. Who are you taking here? Ohio State at Penn State. I know Ohio State's doing their thing right now, but <laughs> I'm, I have to take Penn State. I hate Ohio State. You know, yes. I, want, I want to see them just melt in sadness on saturday matt the sky (laughs) is there kyle matt the sky is blue the grass is green and kyle schlicker hates ohio state (laughs) three of the most common things in life that you should that is the standard of all standards it is um matt who you taking in this one ohio state favored by 15 and a half (laughs) they're seven and oh going to happy valley playing number 13 penn state who is six and one 11 a.m kickoff on the fox network a lot of points. It's in Happy Valley, a tough place to play. I don't think Penn State's defense is as good as ours. <clears throat> but their offense is way more um, apt to score points. So it's, I mean, this was a tough one for me, too, but I'm going to pick Ohio State, unfortunately. Yeah. This is one of those ones with that spread to me, it's almost a flip of a coin. Like what Penn state team is going to show up, right? You know, cause they've come out at times this year and look like a top five team. And then they've come out at times and look like they shouldn't even be ranked in the top 25. So um, I think it's going to be close for a lot of the game, but I think Ohio state's going to pull away late and cover the spread. So I'm going to go with the Buckeyes as well in this one. All right, boys, this Saturday. 2.30 p.m. on, I believe, ESPN2. Iowa City is going to be rocking. We got the Northwestern Wildcats. Do it, do it, Kyle. Rawr, rawr, rawr. There we go. It was rawr, like rawr, a, rawr. I felt like, purple. I felt like there was like actually rawr. a wildcat here. Rawr, rawr, um, rawr. That's really good. <laughs> kind of intimidated right now. Can we, get him, can we get him to sponsor this? It's hardwired, man. Every, I mean, every year, Coach Ferentz would, I mean, it would just be, it would be whatever fight song the school we were playing, they probably still do it to this day, but whatever fight song, whatever school we we were going to be playing that week, they played it, they blared it on the speakers inside the locker room of the Jacobson Athletic Building every hour of every day, Mm. the week prior to, so. To piss you off, I love that. Yeah, the Nittany Lions, and then, um. Uh, yeah, the Nittany Lions and then the Wildcats, like they they have very similar. Rah, rah, rah. Mm. Very it's similar. like tactical warfare torture. Oh, stuff it, there, guys. I'm know? I'm not I'm not kidding. All I heard for when we played Penn State in 04, heading to Penn State, the entire week of practice in the locker room. You're talking like the showers, everything. Rah, rah, rah. 
Then Chris Doyle walks in and he's like, just to get you guys ready, I brought in a live wildcat and just (laughs) lets it go into the locker room like Ricky Bobby putting uh, in in his race car. Mm -hmm. If you can survive an attack from a wildcat in the locker room, you can survive a wildcat on the football field. You got 10 kilos of Colombian Bam Bam duct tape under this car. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls it out and it's just some pretty Cops are on the him. way. Go. <laughs> Dad, why would you do that? <laughs> All right. Coach Doyle, why would you let a live Coach Doyle, why would you let a live cougar in our locker room? Just uh, relax. It'll be your friend. He can smell fear. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Back to the sorry. So topic. Uh, we make Marty feel mature, which is few and far between in his lifetime. So he's just like, yeah, you guys make me feel. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Marty. I'm just kidding, buddy. You're my you're my favorite. You're still my hero. All right, Marty. Northwestern going to Iowa City. Iowa City. I don't know if we're gonna. Get too many people in the stadium for this barn burner. Northwestern's one in six, and they are going to be at Iowa. We're favored by eleven. I don't know how because we don't even know if we got to score eleven points. But um, Iowa three and four is two thirty on ESPN two. Marty, who are you taking in this one? I'm counting on the D, and I think uh, Padilla starts. And I think he comes out. I think they score. They get the crowd going. And I'm taking Iowa. Um, okay. With the points. Marty, did you see that they listed Padilla and Patris both as starters? No, I didn't. Yeah, it said or. Had Alex but Padilla I can't, or. I can't imagine if Spencer starts and he goes out on the field that that Kenny crowd is not going to boo the sh- shit out of they're him. gonna freak out they are they're gonna That's freak out i think i think, I think for t- and i'm gonna feel starts. really bad for spencer because i really like the guy i think he's a great kid he just doesn't have what it takes behind this o-line padilla yeah. i think is a smart choice to make yep. for the staff yeah. Yeah. And I think he comes out i think he comes out and they 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 roll down the field they score a touchdown i think the crowd goes crazy and Alex stays in there, and I think he has a good game. That's what the I, that's what I like it. The like next, where your head's at. The next, Sorry, quarter, the next quarterback they recruit should be a mix of Drew Tate and Brad Banks. Yeah, we've been saying that for years, but they don't do it. So That would be awesome. It's weird. Like, why wouldn't you want a quarterback that can take off like and, and run? You add a whole other element to the offense. Take off and run. Do You know, I mean, the creativity that I saw in Brad Banks and Drew Tate was I mean he would just come up with stuff on the fly, throw it unconventionally, you know, like he just did what he had to do to get it done. Um the defense just, honest. Yeah. So it was fine. It, it opens up the off it opens up the offense. It adds a whole nother element to the game. When that pocket collapses, if you got a quarterback that can take off and go instead of one that's got concrete blocks tied around his ankles, you know, and also refuses to throw the ball away ninety percent of the time. You know, it makes things tough. But I also, at this point, like I said, you know, not to beat a dead horse, I don't really blame Spencer. He's doing the best he can. I'm, I'm blaming the, the coaching staff for putting these guys in a position to fail like they have. So, Kyle, who are you taking in this one? We got Northwestern one and six. The, uh, the battle to not be in last place in the West going to Kinnick to play the Hawkeyes at 230 on ESPN2. Well, I predicted I predicted them to uh, squeak by with six wins for a bowl game, so I'm taking Iowa on this one. Okay. <laughs> All right, surprise, All right. surprise! I'm a fan of Fitz, um, but the purple people, monster eaters, or whatever it is, the purple monster, purple eaters, or purple, yeah. purple people eater, purple. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Uh, other than my boy Tommy Ruby, um, yeah. Did you hear sometimes when they purple. take the field? Uh, Northwestern, when they take the field, sometimes they play Purple Rain by Prince. Purple Rain. Purple I have. Rain. Good, good Lord. Hey, that's a beautiful song. It truly is. <laughs> Marty <laughs> says, Good Lord. I, I, is that I, awful, Marty, or what? Marty, I, I have a very eclectic mix of music. So, I mean, 
you know, as I'm listening to Purple Rain, I'm also blasting Metallica. So, Marty, you don't like Prince? Uh, no. Well, no. I don't like Prince either, but I love that song, Purple Rain. Prince has got a few jams, but he is a weird dude. I'll oh, yeah. tell you that. Weird, weird <laughs> dude. Well, he's also dead. That's oh, true. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Was a weird dude. Was a weird dude. Yeah. He'd have like a bunch of girls. I watched a document. I'm a documentary nerd. Yeah, a bunch of women that lived in his house that would sleep fully clothed with their makeup on in case Prince came to their room and knocked on the door and wanted to hang out. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And if you haven't seen Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories on the Dave Chappelle show, you need that to check it out. Hilarious. Blouses. Game blouses. That sounds hilarious. You need to watch it. I probably it's, should. Okay, I got way off track here. Okay, we Northwestern at Iowa. Yes, Matt, who are you taking in this one? The Wildcats <clears throat> against the Hawkeyes in Kinnick. I got a bounce back game here. Hawks take it. Okay. All right. I also um, – I really agree with what Marty said. I think that Padilla is going to – if they play Padilla, but, you know, you can't do that. I'm guessing they're going to play him, okay? If Padilla plays, I think he's going to be able to spark enough offense that we're going to be able to get the job done. I think that our defense is going to shut them down, and I think this is this is going to be, like I said, I think maybe five <laughs> wins. I'm hoping this one and maybe Nebraska. I'm, if we get six, amazing. I'd love that. But uh, I'm going to take the Hawks in this one to pull this one out, and it's probably going to be – it's going to set football back another 100 years. So. If Yeah, I think Pat Fitzgerald said it's going to be a not very good game to watch himself. It's going to be a pretty – Low-key slugfest, but if there's an ounce of hope in that offense, if they can scorch a little piece of offensive credibility, the defense is going to be fired up. It's going to hold them to nothing. I, I mean, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping to see that. I hope right. we clean up the turnovers. That's my take. All right, I like it. All right. Well, hopefully we can get the win this weekend, boys, and try to climb into bowl eligibility. That'd be nice. But we'll see what happens, and and I'll see you guys next week when we do this again. But until then, go Hawks. Go Hawks. All right. All right, boys. Had a good hour and three minute or. Yeah, that was a little longer one. We got a little off the beaten path a few times. My my bad. Me too. So I I didn't help with that Me either. Too. Me too. Guys, that's the point. Who I cares? like it. it yeah. I had fun on this one. This one was good. I liked yeah. it. This is uh. Sorry, yeah. Marty. You actually were on a roll there for a little bit, Matt. Yeah. It's <laughs> a, yeah. I still want to see your high school uh, uh, diploma. Do, do I need to go get it right now or what? <laughs> Be, be careful what you say because for some reason the program's having trouble ending the recording. I keep hitting oh, end shit. recording and it just keeps going and it, it's like, going. Well, no. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.